To us, Jericho may be the name of a city in Palestine or on the West Bank between Jerusalem and the Jordan River. We might recognize Jericho from Bible stories, like Joshua marching around the walls until they fell down, or Zacchaeus the tax collector trying to get a glimpse of Jesus from up in a tree, or faithful blind Bartimaeus. In Jesus' time, Jericho was a place of wealth, a city of cultivated gardens and fruit orchards. Because it wasn't far from Jerusalem, it was an oasis for the wealthy seeking relief from the heat of Jerusalem. A place of abundance, a place to find refreshment and walk along tree-lined streets. A place where you can meet Jesus and have your whole life changed. As people who gather in a very particular place for worship, we know the importance of places where we can meet Jesus and have our whole lives changed. And we are creating those spaces, Jericho spaces of abundance and refreshment, Spaces that invite people to Jesus all the time. And so we hear that Jesus is leaving Jericho with a large crowd. People walking together, talking together, sharing their experience of knowing Jesus. Celebrating accomplishments and milestones. Supporting one another through challenges. A community of people following Jesus this crowd of believers at all different levels. This crowd encourages Bartimaeus to go to Jesus. The crowd who guide him toward the voice that invites him into deeper relationship and who bear witness to the transformation that happens. For the last year and a half, Actually, I'm going to back up. We are that crowd. We are that crowd who walk with one another, who encourage one another to Jesus, who bear witness to the transformations in one another's lives. And for the last year and a half, we have been that community in exile, physically separated from one another. And it continues to be hard to feel connected while we are limited in our ability to gather with God's people and to do God's work. And yes, we continue to be sad and hurting, despairing that life will return to any semblance of normal. And we need to be creative, as that crowd was creative, helping people get to Jesus, just like that crowd did for Bartimaeus. That creativity extends to the ways we bear witness to the transformation that happens when we, or those with whom we walk, step out in faith toward Jesus. We may need to make an extra effort to reach seekers, to invite our neighbors, to encourage the hesitant, and to tell stories of our own transformations. One of the most faithful and frightening things we can ever do is to answer when Jesus asks us, what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus has an answer. 
He knows the one thing that will heal him, restore him to fullness of life, and make him feel whole. And he boldly asks for it. What would we say when Jesus asks us what we need? What would make our hearts whole? Whatever that healing is, Jesus asks us to take a deep breath and name it. Naming our needs to Jesus is a form of prayer. When we bring our heart's deepest desires to God, and I'm not talking about wishing for the Sounders to win a match, or for good grades, or for sunshine on a cloudy day. I'm talking about that deep longing of our hearts. Peace to accept a difficult diagnosis. Courage to face addiction. Discernment about the next right way to use our gifts. Things that will change our lives and bring us new sight so that we can walk the way. And we walk this way of faith together as a community, people rooted in faith and in this place. Because where you're rooted matters. The soil that nurtures us matters, shapes us, influences who we are, what we see, how we understand our world. Our families of origin and choice, our communities, our relationships with one another, with place and creation, they all root us, give us a sense of who we are in the world, shape our priorities for life. Roots. People put down roots in Jericho 14,000 years ago because it was a fertile place, a place where food grows and where people are fed their culture and community also grow. At Trinity, we are a place where people are fed, where we walk with one another, where we listen to what our hearts need. For the next four weeks, we will be praying and listening intently about what our hearts, individually and as a community of Jesus followers, what our hearts need. I invite you to pray about the ways that you are rooted here at Trinity. Pray for listening to what our heart needs. Pray about how you will support that ministry. And pray about what you want Jesus to do for you and how we as a community can bring that to life. In the end, Bartimaeus speaks his deepest scariest, hardest truth, the thing he wants more than anything. He trusts Jesus with his deepest longing and asks for it in faith, even though he doesn't know if it will happen. And Jesus grants it. We are kicking off our stewardship, our fall pledge campaign today. I'm not asking you to make a pledge right now. I'm asking you to pray and to listen 
for the next few weeks about how you will support this place where believers of all levels of faith can come to have life-changing encounters with Jesus. Open yourself to what Jesus can do for you and how this community can support you on that journey.